my polyglot podcast this is your real polyglot podcast because here we are not going to speak only in english vamos falar em português vamos falar em espanhol em italiano em francês em outras línguas. Bem-vindos a mypolyglot.com.com. Meu nome é Jimmy Malo and I'm your host. Hello there and welcome to my polyglot podcast. This is quite a long time we haven't been uh, and we haven't heard each other, uh, but here we are again. Um, I'd like to share during the next episodes uh, quite a lot of interesting things. Um, my polyglot now will not be only um, a podcast. Um, as you know, we are together with the website newsinslowlanguages.com uh, and we are incorporating some uh, readings in different languages here in mypolyglot.com or the Brazilian version meupolyglota.com.br which is the same uh, by the way we are going to listen to more um, episodes uh, on how to learn English um, straight for um, Spanish speaker and uh, Portuguese speakers, uh, etc. So, okay, um, some people generally say, uh, how should I start learn a language? Well, to learn a language, you should start first taking the most important decision of all. Have you already chosen the language you are going to learn? Say, sure, Chinese, or German, or Polish, or Russian. I say, it's great. It doesn't matter the language you have just said or have just decided. What really matters is, do you think, do you see, or can you see yourself studying this language every day during the next uh, six months, uh, one year, three months, I don't know, depend on what you have established your time to learn language. But let's suppose at least six months, depending on the language. And uh, um, when we take Mandarin and Polish, we really face very hard languages. And uh, do you have a real basis on why on earth are you going to study X? Okay, doesn't matter. Complete with whatever. It can be even the, the languages that are considered uh, easy ones like Danish, uh, um, uh, Okay, Scandinavian languages in general are considered um, easy languages, uh, but this would depend. The language can be really easy 
if you have uh, never heard i would like uh, i would uh, recommend you to listen to uh, or write here on my polyglot podcast um esperanto you can uh, see my challenge uh, my self challenge to learn esperanto in three days and uh, there you can check and have your um, ideas on where did I reach uh, so Esperanto is quite an easy language it's quite an interesting uh, and uh, language learner made uh, maker uh, because you were going to understand that but why if Esperanto it's so important important it's so great it's so uh, helpful why aren't people learning Esperanto but they are learning Japanese they are learning Korean they are learning English Spanish Portuguese Russian etc motivation uh, Esperanto is um, artificial or auxiliary language so you cannot really use it in most of the situations probably you can find an Esperantist uh, it's how we call people who uh, believe in Esperanto as the future language uh, in Brazil have some groups that uh, really think that uh, Esperanto is more than that it's a kind of holy language uh, they think that uh, as being a neutral language the non-incarnated uh, entities could use it okay they, there are a lot of uh, Portuguese books about Esperanto and uh, the Caldecist or the Caldecism religion, which is very strong in Brazil, uh, and so for them it's considered like uh, Hebrew is the holy language for Jewish or Sanskrit for Hindus. Okay, uh, and so you have to really have um, a good reason. If you are really committed with the fact that yes you are going to learn Esperanto and you are going to use Esperanto in at during for you will be able to read the books X Y W Z etc it doesn't matter if you are learning a language for I don't know for for finding out your wife in Russia sorry Russians this is not just a prejudice huh? but generally people make this uh, correlation I don't really know if uh, this happens or okay I don't know anything about that it would be good I would like to know more about that why uh, sometimes we spread um, I'm not sure uh, it's not fake news uh, on 
on the whole as I'm from Brazil Brazil sometimes is famous for uh, sexual uh, tourism in uh, the northeast of the country um, I would say that uh, is this uh, a lie I would say no it's not a lie is this common I say no this is not common but you can find this kind of things there and uh, maybe the same happens with what I have just mentioned about Russia um, and so I don't know why are you learning such a language um, you are learning so you have to really have a good uh, thing I have uh, come across a lot of people that say that because uh, I love languages okay but uh, do you know that Polish uh, is considered one of the hardest uh, generic language to learn for non-Slavic people yeah so uh, it's not just a matter of uh, you cannot compare if you are uh, Italian speaker you cannot compare the facility for you to learn Spanish uh, French Romanian um, or even English uh, it's not that easy but it, it has some similarities but you cannot compare that with uh, um, the same Italian person learning Polish uh, because our mental tools uh, that uh, when we are when we are born and grew in a romance uh, language environment uh, it's easier for you I grew up in a Portuguese and Spanish um, routinely spoken and uh, from time to time my uh, granny and my grandpa they used to talk to catalan to each other and so i for me it's quite um i don't like it's really quite easy to learn romance languages because we have a kind of tool that we can uh, start learning how to make a transformation from one language into the other and we can do this for everything but obviously it's easier when you speak uh, more than one language from the same family uh, so you are learning how the language works and uh, so this will depend so um, do you want to be a polyglot good so you should establish the list of languages you would like to learn then you should divide those languages in groups like Slavic, uh, Teutonic or Germanic, uh, Romance or Latin. Um, what else is missing? Uh, we have the Asian languages, uh, so we have Bandu and, and we have other um, small groups, but uh, we could make this kind of arrangement and uh, after that you should uh, determine which language you should start first uh, if you are a newbie at this world of um, polyglotism or language learning i would recommend you to start learning one language at a time please do not understand on such uh, advertisement that yes you can learn lots of languages at the same time yes you can but not as a beginner not as a newbie I would suggest you do that if you have over 
five languages in not including your mother tongue um, after that especially uh, from two or at least uh, at least two different families but uh, three uh, different families uh, from that point on uh, I can really recommend that you can learn more than one language at the same time and we can including having some perfect combinations like uh, you could learn um, not sure but uh, uh, Spanish Bulgarian and uh, Dutch okay you can do that it's one strategy using three different languages uh, never studying three similar languages like Swedish um, Danish and uh, Norwegian I have uh, tried and uh, I cannot say a single word because uh, I don't know if I'm saying in Norwegian or in Swedish or in Danish okay uh, so okay welcome back to the this show we really hope to um, share with you lots and lots of things because the aim here is to have uh, you inspired to learn a new language. Um, I would share with you the reason for why, uh, for what I, I should start, stop the program, my participation in some things. I really had a pause, a real break in my uh, passion. Uh, I have never stopped learning. Uh, learning I have stopped, but uh, learning not really, but studying I have stopped studying. Um, but not learning because I continued uh, watching series, uh, reading books, um, listen to things. But uh, uh, okay, it's another story for another episode. Welcome back to my Polyglot podcast. Uh, if you have some interesting things to tell us, share your ideas. Uh, it's very easy to find me, to reach me out. You can reach me out through these. Um, podcast but preferably uh, through my social medias uh, usually is at Jimmy Mello J-I-M-M-Y Mello M-E-L-L-O Jimmy Mello everything together we are in Instagram and uh, Twitter you can find me also on Facebook uh, that is uh, facebook.com slash Jimmy Mello real uh, not sure the, uh, I guess I was the only one. Come on, I'm not. That is another Jimmy Mello, uh, but I'm the real one. Thank you so much for being here. I was really looking forward and missing being here with you. I would uh, do my best to be every week here, uh, even just to tell you what I have done during that week but I will try not to abandon you and together with that I would really like to keep a kind of diary of a language learner on my YouTube channel uh, nowadays it is youtube.com slash mellow method mellow from my surname m-e-l-l-o method like method uh, m-e-t-h-o-d mellow method because uh, it's the method I use to teach and uh, okay I I know and you know if I carry on putting some 
words and some topics i will not stop this first episode thank you so much talk to you later uh, if you have any question please do not hesitate to write me i'm looking forward to listen to your questions bye for now